Hello, everyone. Welcome to the uh, the return of Deploy the Garrison. I feel like we, we've got to add that return in there. We've had a little bit of a hiatus over the holidays, and it's all just, you know, having life get in the way. But we are back. There are new rules. There's tournaments. There's everything going on. We're going to record a double header tonight and split into two shows because we're, we're cheap and lazy and want to make sure we get that content ahead of time for you. So I'll bring in Zach. How are you doing today, mate? I am. Well, the bucks don't start yet, so that's just what I'm going to base my emotions on tonight. Okay. It's a late start okay. for them. Words that I don't, I mean, I understand maybe half of that sentence, so we'll move on. Alan, how about you? Busy, but uh, glad to be hanging out with you guys again. Oh, good, good. I, I feel very much the same as what's going on in the in the dice hate world, and uh, my personal life is uh, definitely not crazy and messed up. But you know, enough about me. We'll uh, yeah, actually you're, talk. You're Legion. definitely not having a new child with all of those problems. Starting a new business front venture, and oh, all the holidays and everything too, and getting sick. Uh, I mean, you're not busy at all. No, no, it's no. Fine. no. I also made uh, made Jill go back to work as well. You know, so I have to actually parent more often. Oh, and so... your full time dad. Wow. Yeah, nice. it's great. Awesome. It's easy. Good. Real easy. Yeah. I uh, so she only went back part time uh, doing like casual shifts, but it's still been. Uh, there was one day last week. This is the only tangent I'm going to go on about Chris's personal life today. You guys don't have to panic too much. But the uh, the moment of realization at like 7.02 when she left the house to go to work. And it's like, okay, so I've got to take Eva to school. I've got to get Ayla alive and keep her a, a red. You know what I mean? It's like, I am woefully unprepared for this. Two children is, uh, is difficult. I, I do was... have one thing I just need to clarify. Could you explain to us what nursing casual is or casual um, nursing you described it as i don't get the reference so maybe not you you just said because she's a nurse right and you said no, she's, she's a cas- physiotherapist sorry oh, all right never mind um so she she's doing um i have a like better idea what that work, is bank work would it be so when they when they need a shift covering that we don't have coverage for oh yeah no i have a yeah. i actually have a great idea of all of that because I am engaged to someone who works in medicine, and also uh, I sliced my thumb off once and spent a bunch of time in physical therapy. So, nice. so Jill works in the in, in the ICU, so she does a lot of like respiratory work and um, a neurological stuff and all of that kind of physiotherapy. So she gets really really happy if you see her. If you ever meet my wife at a party or any physio, in fact, any physio, you have to assume that all we want to hear about is your sore elbow. That's the only thing all physios care about. I've got tennis elbow, or like when I, a carpal tunnel for playing the computer for too long. That's what physios live for that shit. Like, Noted. doing stroke recovery or like clearing your chest when you're dying of COVID. None of that matters. That's Those are just the things that physios do because they have to. They live for the carpal tunnel treatments, okay, folks? But one little bit of life advice you can take away from this show ask the physio about your sore wrist. Well, yeah, that's 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 been my entire <laughs> life as it relates to Legion. So, um, we're for the actual show, getting us back on track. We we are only three minutes into the show, so it's not too. It, it's no lack of focus. You know, we're still on point. Let's go. <laughs> See, this we is how have, you do it, Ed. Yeah, that's it. I'm all over this crap. So we have a double-headed officer's mess today because Alan and Zach have both been playing Legion using the new rules, which is something I didn't manage to do because, one, I'm a scrub and my opponents for the league definitely didn't all just like leave the province and just like disappear off the face of the earth. So I've had no games at all since Christmas. So I have nothing to say Legion-related at all, and we'll move on with life. So... Who wants yeah, to go first so, with her experience from the new rules? I would say we pushed this back a little so that we could, you know, play games and not just uh pontificate. <laughs> yeah. Um I got let's call it two and a half games in. Um I had it one game, we started super late, and then um my opponent and I mutually moved into a salt factory together. Uh, I was playing a weird rebel list and i really wanted to try out rebel pathfinder so i let them get killed in an opening bombardment um because i still don't know how to play around orbital bombardment type cards um 
but then I played two more games, and my second one was a little weird because my opponent was proxying Dark Troopers. So the cover rules go right out the window then when you have units that can't take cover. Um, and, you know, I'm flying my bikes around. So, but it, uh, it felt like normal Legion. We had the one spot where, like, he climbed up a height one building, and I'm just going to go on my mini rant that, like, height one is, like, 1.8 stories. Or I don't know if buildings are a different height and metric, um, but like it, I hate it, so much. it looks really weird when they do it because it's just like like this height one building was a tower that you would imagine being like the top of the tower being like a third floor, right? It had like it had and like it, a clear like first second, so it's just a weird like you know go up to a one story house, stand on your buddy's shoulders, and you're probably looking over the top of the house, but like height one is greater than two models most of the time. So that, that's why that felt weird, but otherwise, yeah. Um, and then my third game, like there was one spot where like, I felt bad for my opponent because he was shooting into a three man unit and two of their toes were obstructed. Um, so I had heavy cover, but like it sped it up a lot and the thing is, it, I don't know, you're not sitting there, like, futzing it, because, so, like, I have judged a lot of X-Wing, I've played a lot of X-Wing, so, like, I ha we have lived with the laser lines forever, and, like, no one has steady enough hands to, like, consistently get those right. So when you're measuring for, like, the, what's, alright, what's the worst spot, uh, it makes that shaky hand syndrome not so bad. And again, it's it's super quick because you just look and go, all right, where does it look bad? All right, yep, it's bad. Oh no, it's not bad. Um, and go from there. Yeah, I would yeah. I would say I still used my my laser line, but it was instead of center to center measurement, it was, you know, the terrain is on the left side, so I'm using the laser to line up my left to left. It's like okay, if as long as my mini is over on the right side of this laser line, then I have you in the open. It's like, yep, yep, baby. done. Move, done, done. Yeah, away we go. Um, yeah, I would say in my games, it was, there was a couple instances where it's like, well, in the old rules, yeah, you wouldn't have cover, but this is the current world we live in, so I have to move, shift things around. You know, it took a little bit of time to adjust to it, so but famous. for the most part, um, it was pretty straightforward. It is... Um, there, it's very clear. Do you have cover? Do you don't? I mean, even if it doesn't make sense, it is fairly quick. It's just, yeah, I have you in the open, or no, you have cover. Okay, what's the cover? It's generally heavy for the most part. There are some weird corner cases that can happen. Other podcasts have talked about it, but um, yes, princess. Yeah, everything has a lot more cover now. It's just how it is. Um, even though previously, like, we would be able to see over these rocks and I can see, nope, that line goes across it, therefore you have cover. Um, it's I think, kind of annoying, but it is it is quick. I mean, if they're trying to quicken up the game, yeah, I think they I think the only place where I actually, like, it breaks my head sim a little is uh, the walker vehicles. Because, like, so mm -hmm. I played 40k, and, like, it was explained that the coherency is the rough representation of where the squad is. Because you're head simming that everyone is moving constantly, right? Like, right. You, your squad isn't sitting there like, all right, we shot at them, remain motionless. Whip your so, gun up in the air. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> I, I had a shit post of, um, I was sharing the army man who's holding his rifle over his head because he's waiting when everyone was like, oh, you should only measure from the top. I'm like, yep, this is what peak combat efficiency looks like. No one has ever gone prone in combat before. It's definitely not the best position to fire a rifle from. Um, but yeah, so like if I could wave my magic wand, and I mean, this is the thing. I don't know why AMG or Asmodee, they're so dumb paying game designers when we have podcasters and we're all clearly way smarter than the devs for free here. Uh, all of us much smarter, obviously. Uh, I think the problem is, Zach, that um, when podcasters ask to get paid for the math, then um... yeah that's that's the problem but no um like if i if i got to wave my magic wand i would um the way that bikes have the bike silhouette i would uh where like the bottom isn't there i would do something like that with um walker vehicles like so walkers i'm gonna be pretty controversial then because i would go the opposite way 
like reports of vehicles that hover, walkers, you know, it kicks up dust. There's like battlefields aren't perfectly flat. There's undulations in the terrain. Whatever abstraction you need to get there, don't worry about it. It all blocks sight, you know. But yeah, I I would say that I didn't end up using my ATSD. So the two games I did get, I did get the ATSD, and there's some comical things where the ATSD exacerbates everything, both right and wrong, with the new cover rules, where um. Or pros and cons, not necessarily right and wrong is probably the wrong way to say it. But, you know, there's a lot of things. It's like, yeah, you have cover. Yeah, you have cover. Yeah, you have cover. Basically, I didn't get an open shot except for against another vehicle for both those games. Um, There's a bus in my second game. The one thing that bugs me about the the ATST talk, though, is that, like, every time I've talked about ATSTs with people, they're like, yeah, the problem is it doesn't have any way to really mitigate cover, so that dice pool drops off real quick. And like I yes and no. have played against ATSTs and I was like, boy, it sure is easy to get cover against that thing. Um so I don't know, it's it's weird they're like, oh, it's so hard for ATSTs to get open shots. And I'm like, So reason... when you're when you're drawing from the top, you can look yeah. over the barricades and other things. Whereas now if if they are behind, you know, a couple inches behind the barricade, before you could see over that. Yeah, it was fine. Now they get cover from the barricade because you have to draw from the feet, essentially. Um, on the flip side, there was a couple of shots that I got, including a kill shot on Darth Vader, that would I would not have been able to see them previously. But because I can, any part of my silhouette counts for any part against yeah. his silhouette, basically I could see through certain parts and see around a piece of terrain that previously drawing from the center of the model where the cab is, I wouldn't have been able to make that shot regardless. Like I just wouldn't have line of sight. Now I had line of sight and you know, two or three aims. I mean, when you have enough aims and then the surge pilot, yeah, you have nine dice, you're going to lose two to cover, but odds are you're getting seven hits through cover regardless. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And he just blanked again, poor Vader, that game. He was just blanking a lot. Um, You know, I, I too, um, one of the things that I, I goofed up on is I did not uh, measure. I hadn't played in a minute, so I didn't measure all my stuff real well, and I just let Vader get fucking blasted in one of my games, too. Yeah. yeah a little behind on saves, but, like, my, my two full games, one with Vader, Vader got blasted, and I was sad and just barely snuck out, and the other one, uh, it was just, it was like the Vader show. Yeah. The other thing I noticed was, and I don't know if I'm just not clear on it and I need to go do more research, but everything I found as far as terrain definition now is it's just difficult, it's open, or it's impassable. And there's no... Previously, there was distinction between, like, this is difficult for troopers, but it's open for ground vehicles and open for repulsors. There doesn't... Not that I I could see... I thought a forum ruling clarified that was still okay. Okay, I'll have to. Yeah. I it would have been after I went through all the forums because I only was looking at the forums the first couple of days. Um, so I kind of made my notes and I didn't see anything like that. So when I played, if it was difficult, it was difficult for everything, which yeah, because we, my, we were slowed my about... ATSD down. And it's like, ah, this doesn't make sense, but that as far as I can tell, that's how it works. So I guess my ATSD has to go slower. It didn't have... really affect too much because, yeah, you know. We have different you have enough hills, aims, it doesn't matter. And we talked about how we would, in our, our basement meta, we talked about how we would call the edges of one of our, like, hill pieces um, that you can free climb on. We'd call that difficult terrain now, because um, it's supposed to be, like, rocky outcroppings along the side. I um, know the exact hill you're talking about. Is it the GW, oh, of the old GW4 oh, hill that's got two rocks on either side? No, my buddy made all his stuff, oh, um, okay. but it's it's probably inspired by it. I, you know, I know he's looked at a lot of pictures of terrain before. He did a lot of research before he started, because it, it looks like I'm I'm very spoiled. I played at a, a 40k store the other night, and their terrain was okay. And I was just like, wow, I am so spoiled in that basement. <laughs> I have it so nice. Yep. But um, yeah, we realized like you know that was a ruling where um, because we had like a slope on one side. So, like, we could call parts of it open and parts of it difficult to cross. 
Um, but yeah, so like that's that's definitely still there. At least as my as my understanding. Uh, someone feel free to tell yeah, me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just saying I am not clear on that, so I yeah. I'm not going to claim authority on whether or not that's the case. How I initially read it, all right, that's that's that. Um, when we get into the rules, there's there's a golden rule they have for terrain. Um, and it's just discuss and agree at the beginning of the game what the terrain does for everything. Yeah, I mean that should be standard for every game ever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that that's that's in there. It's one of the square blue, like, hey, pay attention. Golden rule for terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So oh. what else has changed? Anything? Other? Actually, I had one other question around the LOS, but since I'm I, I'm looking at the notes. Yeah, we got notes. Um, so the one thing I was a little unclear about. So with hover vehicles, like especially the bus, mm-hmm. can you shoot under the bus? You cannot because it's hover ground. Therefore, yeah. it for a there's a list of for X, Y, and Z reasons. Treat this as a ground vehicle because it is treated as a ground vehicle. It blocks for the entire silhouette. Right. And then and that's going to be the same for um, the AAT and the saber tank. Okay, as hover grounds. Other question I had. Um... So then the vehicles are heavy cover. So like if an ATRT or an ATST or whatever obstructs mm-hmm. something, the shot is heavy. It's or... heavy cover. It is okay. heavy cover. So that's only you can't shoot through them because they completely block line of sight. Yeah. But if like the unit, if you're shooting kind of on the edge of the unit, so you can yeah. see like the minis kind of on the right or left side of your ground vehicle, then they would get heavy cover from the vehicle. I mean, the some of the first real application of uh, motorized armor in combat was just as moving cover. Um, Infantry tanks. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that's not... Get over trenches. Yeah. Um, I mean, that continued into World War II. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not... Churchill is a bunch of good examples of tanks that you just walk behind. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually kind of happy to see that. I had lamented that not really being in Legion, and I'm I'm happy to see it. It makes the Gav a little sillier uh, as a two-way fire platform. Um, yeah, now your infantry units can sit behind your Gav, and they can see over the top of it and shoot out from heavy cover. Um, yes and no. They still have to be able to physically. Well, the no, Gav is they're not going to be the Gav. Yeah, is you short can... Right, but you draw to the top of the cab, so even if they look over the bed without the crates in it, it still technically blocks line of sight. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to go one side to the so other. So you can, you can, you would theoretically be able to touch it and then ignore cover, but that doesn't actually work. You can't shoot through it. It's not, you're not tall enough to shoot it. I'd have Got to it. measure it okay. with a silhouette, but the, the rule is it's the size of the, the silhouette is the size of the base to the top of the hole. So it doesn't include the pencil or the commander, but you've got this oblong shape that is that height. Um, I will have to double check. Yeah, uh, my we'll minis are all that. packed up at the moment. Our, my gav is packed up. You, I yeah. would have to double check. Does ATSTs exist? I don't believe uh, you can see over the gav. Okay. Yeah. And then if the you're at an one... if you're at an elevated position, you I think you'd be able to see it, but you, then okay. you'd get heavy cover. And then the other one that I was a little unclear on is speaking of elevated positions. Mm-hmm. So like I was playing IG-88 and he was shooting down into, he was on top of a, actually a height two piece of terrain. Thanks to uh, cables or grappling mm-hmm. hook. Um, shooting sure. down into a piece of terrain that was like, it was like a hill, right? Like um, 90 degree edge raised platform. And it kind of did that. Like, like if you built a hill out of Lego bricks. Um, sure. standard Lego bricks picture, right? So IG-88 was fully over the top of it, um, but if IG-88 were on the ground, it would have passed through one of the levels. So I, I thought I was under the impression that because I was fully on top of it and it wasn't passing through area terrain or anything, because um, the hill got smaller as it went up, that it was an open shot. Um, so if you're but, shooting from the top of the building to the top of the hill? Yeah, top of a height two building to... A silhouette height hill, essentially. And if the minis were on top, I'd expect that to be an open shot. It, okay, it yeah, depends that's... on the angle of yeah. because you've got to measure from the entirety of the cylinder. If you're far enough back on the 
on on the angle if part of the line crosses well, through but it's the, a, if it's the a piece floor, of cover you're touching. Right. Well, so Chris, you ignore the piece of terrain that you are touching. So you would draw it as if it wasn't there. So yeah, the only the, the only right. question would be is the hill obscured? Does the heel obscure any part of any of the minis? If no, then yeah, it's open shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, so, so then I got that right. Any other line of sight stuff? Because there's um, a couple of other bits and pieces to touch on, right? There's a bunch of other stuff, and yeah. if you like, we can line just move into that segment of, of things that stood out to me as a previous player into, yeah. hey, these are the new rules. Here's the changes that I caught. Um, I didn't catch all of them. I, I, other I have one have. big question for both of you. Did any of you plan on tying the game up so that you could win because you were blue player? So apparently that's a real thing. So part of the reason why I started like heavy bidding and playing aggressiveness was to just avoid uh, VAPs is the, the most egregious one that I'm aware of. Um, but game types that lend themselves to 0-0 zero, zero ties. Um, I've heard it can happen on KP a little too, which sucks because I have that in my deck right now. Um, rip payload but yeah i i at least never played for a zero zero tie um but i was aware that especially with like echo based defenders um there could be weird scenarios where you would run into that so i the short answer to your question is no i don't play that way um also it's your next tiebreaker is still kill points so um unless you completely just both of you are non aggressive, it's going to be unlikely that you tie in a regular game. Now, it's possible, it's happened, but it's very unlikely that if you both are actually playing the game, that you'll be even on kill points, too. It's, oh, it's obviously a Blizzard on Blizzard mirror match in the, uh, in the oh, World's Final. So. I see. I see. Well, then in that case, players are honorable and yeah, people they, they just Blizzard line up, roll average dice at each other. Okay. Yeah. I'll stop being um, facetious with my question then. The so the the real answer for you is that has changed. Um it is no longer blue player just wins. It's whoever spent the most of their eight hundred points. Yeah. So whoever has the smaller bid gets that third tiebreaker. So um wanna move on to keywords next? Any keywords stand out for you? Any of the changes to that mm. stuff? So the one rules change above that before we got there is uh it's sort of a, it's sort of, a, you can't no longer um, start in the round in base contact with an unclaimed objective token. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a personal attack against me. Of um, course. <laughs> because They're I like, was pretty. Zach Matthews? Fuck that guy. I was, uh, AMG doesn't like me, apparently. It is known. Um, but yeah, I, I had managed to take advantage of the like windmill slam center objective a couple times. Um, oh, the infiltrate? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially like so. My Adepticon list last year was Iden, and it had Royal Guards in it. Um, so with her one pip in the IRG, um, I could just first deploy, put her on a center box, uh, and there really wasn't much people could do about it. Right. Uh, uh, I think that's them getting rid of that kind of NP. It's like, well, there's nothing I could do. I guess he just yeah. immediately well, auto win. You That's can do of... stuff about it, but you literally have to know about it beforehand. So the number right. of things where you can like lose after turn zero is reduced. Yep. Yeah, you have Sounds to. Sounds like the, a positive change to me. Yeah, it puts more emphasis on the whole of the game, not just turn yeah. zero. It makes scout a little better too. It changes scout. So like previously, in anything that had like scout three, if you placed say on VAPS, you could put the VAPS right in the corner your speed three would put you on the VAP yeah. at the beginning of the zero. So then you could tap it and shoot or something. Well, now you have to move and then tap the VAP. Yeah. So it, it kind of slows the game down. It's very, it, it, it seems like a move similar to X-Wing where you just can't score points on the first round anymore. Yeah. It smacks of the same type of change. Yep. Um, going into keywords, um, we're going to go ahead and just start at the top. Covert Ops. Uh, segue because, that one because it's Infiltrate related. Yep, Infiltrate. And again, they hate Zach specifically. Uh, yeah, Delmar Infiltrating. repeatedly uh, pledged my life to Mortar Commander. You yep. know, though, I was building some Iden lists the other night because I was like, I finally played all the objectives. So maybe I'll play some Iden gun lines again because I enjoyed those. 
And um, there's a lot of Aiden lists that get surprisingly hurt by this because mm-hmm. uh, Aiden was not paying the roof tax often. Um, so no. you bring like Aiden a bounty hunter and you'd infiltrate for more order control or like yep. um, the full villain hammer lists. Yep. And like, yeah, a lot of times they just weren't bringing um, that Ruth or, you know, that other commander along and then yep. Aiden infiltrates. But now it's like, because like Aiden bikes, if you do that, um, you're just a lot of naked core and it's like one shorter combo. It's like uh, you get the, you know, shore mortar, uh, storm, a Ruth, and then Aiden, your ISF and your bikes and that's it. So like it is, it is not the happiest place to be. Yeah, I I think they were trying to make it. I don't know what they were trying to do. I'm not going to pretend to know. No, but I, I think, think it, I I approve of it because like mortar commander is silly. Like it totally makes sense, right? Like sure. If so you're going to go if if you're Iden or Cassian or I think Lando's got it too. Um, you know, if you are a, a leader, um, you know you don't just show up at the battlefield and be like, I'm going to go fuck off. I made fun of Ray for that. In, hey, you're uh, you're in charge now. Yeah, I saw. Nameless I mean, dude, you are now in charge. Yeah, right. Like, um, so I I think it was I think it was not good. To to read the change, so we have it verbatim. But uh, a unit cannot change its rank to operative if there are no other commander units in the player's army. So you cannot covert ops if there's no other commander. Um, there's also floor. Uh, Forum clarification that a field commander does not count either because it's not a commander token. You must have a second actual commander in order to use your covert ops keyword. Um, Moving down, we kind of beat that one to death. Just one that stood out. If a unit has Dauntless, it cannot be affected by Compel. So this is specifically like Black Sun in an Empire list. Yeah. Um, deflect, uh, deflect does not work in melee anymore. You cannot spend the dodge to get the surge to block anymore. Previously, where I thought it was the case you could, anyway. You, well, you used to be able to spend the dodge and get the surge or the um, surge to block, but it wouldn't reflect damage. It would just give you, you know, surge to block on your okay. chart. Now that is not anymore. You, if you are in melee, you have to have the surges or on your surge table. Yeah. As a filthy, filthy Jedi player, I don't think I mind. It it does hurt Jedi in general, but there's still special Jedi that get around that. And that kind of yeah, boosts I, it boosts I their it. value specifically in I those just, kind of Jedi like on Jedi. More stuff dying makes the game more fun. I don't want to have a lightsaber jewel that's just like, uh, but you know what I mean? Just, I don't want it lightsaber to be a, a red dice. The Legion are yeah. not fun, and that's why we have Shatterpoint. Yeah, so. Right. And, you know, I'm playing Maul anyway. He wasn't going to be spending dodge tokens. He's just going to try and kill you first. Right. Um, moving on, Exemplar uh, specifically says which ones you can spend, and that is Aim, Dodge, and Surge. They removed exemplar sharing of standbys. There are think, no units that can yeah. spend each other's standbys in the game anymore. This is a good change for Gar. I mean, we'll go over in our LVO episode that, you know, seemed like Gar did okay. They made the cut at the same rate that Blizzard Force did, I think. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, I, it also just... I make fun of a lot of things that FFG did with Legion, and I mentioned why I didn't, um, you know, play Legion for a bunch of its sins at launch. But keywording everything is brilliant because so like X Wing had this problem where, uh, and you guys are aware of this. This is for our audience. Uh, Big's Darklighter in the first edition core set was too good, and it warped all of Rebel design forever in first edition. And then second edition came along, and everyone was like. Well, we got to just keep punishing rebels because of bigs. Sure, we put new words on, but they can never have anything nice. The sins then, of the father. Yep. And then AMG took over, and we still are all the rebel stuff released is just dog shit. Um, so, like, Exemplar is like, oh, okay, we have this really big problem. We're just going to uh, work around it and, you know, cut it out. So, it's, it's brilliant game design. It's good for Gar. 
They can do more interesting things with Gar and move it along. Um, super happy to see that. Um, we're just going to try and speed this up so we can go yep. through it. Also, standby tokens are no longer green tokens. So even on Yoda's super special card where he can share his green tokens that are is not actually exemplar, you still cannot share standbys. So, um, so we've got field commander, but I think that's how it always was. So it, I don't think it was, but now they specify, Hey, put this little token next to your yeah. heavy to make sure everybody is very clear. This one is my field commander. Yep. Um, that token already existed, Yeah, but it does not change the order token. Just to correct. Clarify. It is still a heavy token. Yep. Um, expert climber, so scale, expert climber, and unhindered, no, unhindered's the same. Scale, expert climber, they changed just because of the new climbing rules, so expert climber gives you height two instead of height one. Um, spur, um, can let you get around an immobilized token now, where, um, it could not before. Um, okay. previously it was, you take all your pluses and then your minuses you take your pluses first and then your minuses or whatever basically as soon as you hit zero movement speed that's it you can't move it back up as i read it now you can still you know you take your minuses down to so if you, uh, this would be for, for dewbacks i think specifically yeah. they're speed one they get an immobilized token now they're speed zero but they can spur back up to speed one and if you're saying it's for Operative Vader, go look at the updated card. Yeah, Operative Vader doesn't have that anymore. You're in for a treat. You're, it's going to um, be great. Um, so that's that. It may have been updated in a forum yeah. since. I didn't check. Uh, transport closed or open basically um, takes two actions to get in a closed transport. So be careful when you're trying to embark on a closed transport. Um, you cannot disembark into a melee. Um, trans, uh, going, going to hit all these transport ones. If in a transport closed, line of sight cannot be drawn to or from units in closed transports. So that this kind of gets around that. Yep, the bands shenanigans are done. <laughs> um, also, the cruise missile lat, that's also going to be gone-ish. And cruise missile bus, because... Uh, previous strat was you bring in your closed transport with your saber wielder, let them shoot the transport. Okay, now they get out with no penalty. Oh, they take a damage and a suppression. Ooh, big whoop. Well, now, if that transport gets destroyed, you take your token of the transport unit and you flip it face down. Is it in your Even order pool? It, no. Dig it out of your order pool, put it face down. That unit has been activated this round. So be careful. It all seems like positive changes to me and like cleaning up the game. I think if this is how it came out, there would be pretty much zero complaints. But yeah, yeah. I, I think these are um, some minor balance stuff. Um, transport open. Let's see if more than once in erosion. Uh, you cannot aim and shoot if the transport moved more than once. Um, so you can't do any additional actions or anything when you get out of a transport. Um, a couple of quick weapon keywords. Cumbersome got changed. Um, you, a unit with the, if a unit that has a weapon with cumbersome keyword cannot perform a move prior to performing attack. Um, so. Novice can fire a move now. Yes. So yep. they can shoot and scoot, but they can't scoot and shoot. You can yep. shoot, then move, which Apparently is pretty they cool. They can always spin and shoot, which I didn't know. Yes, pivot is fine. So the mortars could always pivot and shoot. They just could not physically move and shoot. So I, I am going to say I didn't have time to start building my clones and get them painted, but I did have time to say to one of the girls at work, look, if you want me to paint your Anakin, I'm still happy to do it, but it still needs building. And whilst you're building your own Anakin for me to paint, you could paint, you could build all this other stuff nice. for me. So she's going to build her Anakin, my Anakin, basically my entire 501st box, an extra ATRT, and um, a couple of other bits and pieces. So I'm going to have my gar assembled, and I can start painting them. And I'm really happy that Marty's got better. So, you know, yay for me. Yep. Um, 
let's see. So, so I'm going to jump in. I reckon what I'm going to do, folks, I'm going to make Alan do some actual homework, copy pasta all of this into a uh, an actual document. I'm going to make him write an article. We'll put an article up on the Dicet website. Oh, don't you make me do that. About all of the changes. And then if there's anything we haven't covered, it'll all be in the with nice forum links to specific answers and we can go in in, in detail reviews of each and every change. Oh, uh, because, why? Why you do because, this Because we decided that this was going to be a short, punchy podcast that wasn't going to go over an hour. and We're at 36 minutes now. So we're going to move on to a main topic. Well, I've, got a, I've got a couple more that'll tie right into it, I promise. Okay. Promise. All right. So there is some questions with our new pieces and parts, Gideon and the Dark Troopers. There's some wording changes that had people all in a kerfuffle, like his ruthless ability being range two. Um, now, if a single range band is specified, the range of that is that that specified number is the maximum range of the ability. So now the ruthless, it, it says range two or at range two. That means anywhere from the mini all the way up to range two, and it will be in range of itself. Um, and just so I know for a list that I which we made before we start recording this show, that buffs rockets for my mandos as well, which I've never was, used previous to this. And I'm, I was, was going to get that to as well. The full unit, yeah. Yep. So the mando super commandos, so the ones that you can only run in Shadow Collective, it just has a four on it, which now means because it only has the one range band, they can shoot those rockets from one all the way up to four. So no Not more range zero you know, though. I can't shoot them in combat, big sad. Nope. No. Nope. I mean, I would if they let me. I would. Yep. They they will not. Um, also IG-11's Mechanical Carnage, that changes that, that's no longer a donut, that's anything up into range 2, he's going to start blasting everything, which I think makes way more sense anyway, because yeah. it's based on that initial scene in Mando where we meet IG-11 at the end of that episode where he's just going in, just blasting everything. He's not going to not blast someone because it's right in front of him. No, he just The, nukes the fun thing for that is that it, it doesn't close off the design space either. If you want to give something a donut, you can specify two to four. Right. All of that yeah. Kind of yeah. Stuff. And so all of those but, weapons that have a bookended range band, those mortars. still are those range bands. So, yeah. for example, like high energy shells is range two to four. It doesn't get that range one because there's two numbers specified. Yeah. But uh, so we touched on Gideon. This is not ISF Gideon. This is Moff Gideon of the Imperial Remnant. Long live the Empire. Moffy G. Yeah. So we got his article and he is pretty, pretty cool. Um, his ability, like I said initially, was ruthless. He's just kind of uh, it's it's as the name it, it's it's exactly what it says on the tin. Um, he's ruthless. It's takes damage, and then you can perform an action. It's it's new ways to motivate them, but yes, for core troopers. <laughs> so yeah. a, a core trooper unit at range two and in line of sight. Has a face-up order token. So you st it, it is limited. When it activates, it may suffer one wound to perform more in free action, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but starting from the top, he has free action, observe one. He gets an entourage of dark troopers. Um, so they get, for one unit, they can ignore the, it doesn't count in the list building. So you could take three dark troopers if you wanted. And it and they get a free order issued to them at um what is it range three two two yeah. unless you have um and that can be modified with uh what is it uh commanding presence yeah. which lets you go up to range four which seems fun <laughs> uh sharpshooter one tactical one uh and then he has uh on attack surge crit and surge block so he's got mando saves pretty interesting red die on the attack or defense. Yeah. Seems pretty good. Yeah, Courage yeah, 3 I'm too is, uh, you didn't mention. Oh, yeah, he's Courage 3. It just pretty huge now. Yeah. yeah, he 
So in addition to the, because uh, he's got a dark saber he can take. So like, I, yes, I actually, he's like, who he doesn't, seems like who the doesn't have the option for dark saber, Zach? It's just everywhere. Mando doesn't. Din yeah, Djarin doesn't the get the dark saber. Dark saber. No, he um, he seems like the de facto um gunline commander now, though. Um, that if you're not using special forces, I I agree. Yeah. If you're using special forces, you probably still want Iden, but yeah, I mean, there's Iden... something to be said for why not both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I sketched out. I can't remember if it was him or someone else, or maybe it was him and Krennic or him and Iden. Um, but yeah, no, he he's a great support piece. His cards are good. Um, you know, the thing is, they don't. You can sort of live without the cards too, if you want. So, like, if you are, you know, you want to bring a character along with. I don't know if you would try and cram him and Op Vader into a list together. Um, I would have to to see the numbers on it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he he's not card greedy. He's got good passive support abilities. Um, he's well costed. Like, <laughs> I wish Callus was this good. Um. You compare him to Callus, and like it's pretty. Yeah, Callus has some better command cards, but it's been one extra health, but it's it's pretty laughable. Does he have better command cards though? Uh, there are people who believe that ISB investigation is really good. It okay, um, that card 100%. That's a good card. Face um, me is good if Jedi didn't exist. Um, yep, and I think his three pip is better than the fire. Everyone gets fire support because everyone gets uh... fire support is hard to pull off. Well, it's three core or heavy, so yeah, your pick, man. Um, I don't know. I guess if you're an Imperial gun line, you're handing out a lot of tokens because you're probably bringing shores and mortars. Sure, so. but it's only issued from this card, so you're only going to get like oh, three right. fire supports. Did um, we go into Dark Troopers last time? I can't remember. Not really, but uh, accompanying yeah. our... our yeah. Moff Gideon is his Imperial Dark Troopers, which is the first trooper we've had in the heavy slot, which brings out some weird stuff that you could do. This card's been out for a while. They have full armor. They're plotting. So plotting, they can only make one move action per activation. Um, they are unconcerned. Uh, they don't get cover, and they cannot be repaired or restored. And then unstoppable. In addition to that, um, they get to activate twice. You add two tokens to the bag for them. Um, it's worth noting too. I think AMG said somewhere that they do have an errata plan to curtail the jamming comms techs. Yep. And, um, yeah, I was gonna. Droids yep, I was a... gonna get there. Um, they have two heavy slots, a personnel slot, and a programming slot. And like Zach was saying, they have an errata that. It sounds like they're just going to be able to take uh, a, dark trooper, a dark trooper. Heavies, yeah. Yeah, basically they can take the extra body. Um, they can't do comms tech and CIS droids and stuff like that. That's what the rumor is. We'll see when they release. Yeah, Which and then there's been some be de couple weeks. decent rumors for a remnant itself, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they have a... Yeah. Yep. Go on ahead. an X-Wing painting stream, Crisis Protocol painting stream, something like that. Yeah. Just talk about it there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember where it was, but there's going to be a, a new battle force for the Remnant that does some weird stuff that seems interesting. doesn't have any command cards, but the Force Org is very different, where you can take Dark Troopers, Storm Troopers, oh, Shore Death Troopers. Troopers. Sorry, Death oh, Troopers. Sorry. Yeah. Death Troopers, Scout Troopers, Storm Troopers, and Shore Troopers, no mortar, as core units. So Scouts and Death Troopers as core units. Yep. But they you can only take one of you have to you can only take one of each until you have one of each in those slots. Yeah. And so like if you take one type. they retain their token type. Yes, but yep, they will order. count for your minimum yeah. org and other stuff. So you could take um, a scout, a storm, and a death trooper to fulfill your three core. Yep. And then three lots of dark troopers. Easy. Yeah. Done. There's a list. And then seven activations. Hmm. Do they twice. get? Is, is um, it seven, Alan? When those dark troopers go twice each? 
funny you should say that no i mean it's kind of like having 10 even though you only have it's it's dude dark i i'm still struggling to wrap my head around the dark troopers because it's like man these are really expensive but they get to go twice yeah and the thing is is you load them up and those weapons all add up because you look at like the default dark trooper and you're like eh, it's a lot of points to throw a black die or i mean they punch pretty good but they uh, do punch real hard so the you know the Enough assault to cannon down a bulk, bulkhead you might say yeah the assault cannon the frag launcher the myrtleizer that shit doesn't fuck around yeah nope sure doesn't um should be noted the myrtleizer and the frag launcher both have the same die pool it's red red black myrtleizer is melee only frag launcher is exhaustible one to two um but crazy that you can get 18 and 18 health of these on the table or i'm sorry no 18 of these 36 health of them on the table yeah fully armored not like armor x it's full armor you need crits to get through these guys period yeah, i'm excited i, I think, I think it's, it's gonna be really really real. interesting i agree i i did a lot of soul searching because like my guy still isn't even built so i was like back and forth and if i'm just gonna skip it or not they decided I'm going to stick with doing the 501st as my next project for Legion, which means because I get to push back for Remnant, because it excites me in ways that, you know, kind of worry me. You can't take uh, three fully loaded. All right. Yeah, so I just, just for giggles, I threw in the three, the two cheaper special weapons, the fifth trooper, uh, three storms, and Gideon comes to 841. Well, you can't do three storms, but... Um, oh, and the regular. I mean, you can take them in a regular. Yeah, I don't know how to look in. Um, yeah, we don't. You definitely don't can't think... in the remnants then, because the the forty four points is the cheapest core you've got for. Well, Empire. yeah. So you'd have a forty four, a forty eight, and a fifty two. Yep, that'd be your cheapest. So you do a scouts, you do a storm, and then a shore. Yeah, so you've got to cut something on the um, the dark. Yeah, you can't have it maxed out. List. Yep. But yeah, the assault cannon, yeah, it's forty-eight points, four black dice with critical one. Uh, also, the frag launcher has blast and impact two with cycle. So, and also again with their, they get two activations. You can frag launcher, and then on your second go around, you just oh okay, well it cycles now. So every turn you're still getting to shoot that every single time. Just not twice a turn, big sad. Oh well. You still have two actions. So if you're in range, you can fire it, get your sect of a- activation, recover, and fire again. <laughs> just just keep the pain train rolling. Um, it kind of bugs me that the frag launcher looks an awful lot like an HH-12, but it's not an HH-12. Oh, well. Yeah, LFL, well um, lazy. I'm going to do Remnant as a hobby project, I think. So I'm going to do... Um, I, I'm going to say conversion and what i mean is find sdl files and 3d print but we'll say convert a bunch <laughs> of um a bunch of models to have because was the rumor that you can take different heavy options for this yeah that was the other thing is that you could take you can mix and match heavies in your core units or special forces so like you could put a death trooper dlt in the stormtrooper squad or you could put a scout sniper in the death trooper squad, which seems interesting because now you have a scout sniper with death trooper saves. Yeah, that that's seems, I'm just gonna... that seems pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hobby pro- project it is. I, I'm gonna aim for Christmas. Uh, so I want to have. I'm still gonna do my my um, swoop bikes and stuff for my shadow collective. So that's gonna be my like Q1 this year. I'll get my guard done for summer, and then Remnant I will do for Christmas, because I'm pretty certain that Ewoks aren't going to tempt me away from Remnant. So. Uh, I'm going to use Remnant to kill Ewoks. <laughs> um, I don't know why or how, but somehow I started getting excited for Ewoks. I murder think, bears. I think what it was is I played, one, I've been playing Rebels and touching the stove a lot there lately, but two, when I played against Dark Troopers, and I'm like, these just giant fucking rock'em sock'em robots, and I was like, "Fine, space nom with bears, let's go." Yep, I mean that's fair. I, I'm going to take the robots though. Thank you very much. Uh, it's one of those where I, I do firmly believe that only two people on the cast can be 
Imperial players. So that's what's actually tempting Zach into Ewoks, is that once my Remnant's done, one of us has got to roll out of Empire and, you know, well, I mean, stepping up to I've a been play. flirting with... I've been flirting with CIS, so... I, I set offline, I have... I'm one box away, away from basically being able to run whatever I want out of CIS... Or not CIS, out of Shadow Collective. Um, obviously, I've been playing with the Rebels a lot, a lot lately. Because um, I'm finally getting them painted and feel better about putting them on the table. And I, I feel like I have enough games with Blizzard Force now that I can, like... If it's what I take it, to Adepticon... Put it away. Yeah, I... Because, like, I, I mean, I, you know, I try to be honest about what my objectives are, and it's nice to say them out loud and hold myself to them. I'm like, yeah, you know, I did this, and I, granted, I really enjoyed it, but, like, it was to play these more mobile objective types, and I do want to keep learning Force users more, because I've enjoyed Vader, and I feel like I can get more, I can squeeze more out of him than I'm getting. But, yeah, like I said, I've been just pivoting to the Rebel stuff now to play more with more of my different toys, um, and the Ewoks seem... The the head can't the imagining them you know we're just imagining stages right now, is very exciting. Yeah. Okay. And on Zach's Ewok fantasies, we'll call the show a wrap. I think. Yeah. You know. So, Sounds good. Thanks a lot for uh, joining us, folks. I hope you had a good one. It was uh, it's nice for me to just hang out and chat with these guys, and also learn more about Legion since I've been very absent. In the last couple of weeks, I think. Play the garrison, your official source for all rules clarifications. Yeah. No, please don't. Uh, please don't. <laughs> that, that was a joke for Chris because we, uh, on our X-wing podcast, we immediately told everyone do not use us for rule clarifications. <laughs> yeah, please. Also, same. Yeah. I'm I'm not AMG. Refer to the forums, not me, please. AMG Allen does sound nice though. Oh no, no, it doesn't. I mean, I guess it depends on how much they pay me. I mean, maybe it does sound nice. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so uh, we'll see you all very shortly when we record again immediately after we stop this call. <laughs>